Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today we have one of the most amazing and inspiring women that I know. It's SOB, Spunky Old Broad herself, Gail Carson. Welcome to the show, Gail. Thanks so much, Barbara, for having me. Well, you should hear what this person is all about. As president of the Carson Research Center, she served as a consultant to 50 industries on six continents, advising them on current business trends and cutting-edge opportunities to stay ahead of their competition. The author of five books, she hit the Amazon's bestseller list, was a winner of the bestseller Quill Award, and was inducted into the National Academy of Bestselling Authors. Gail Carson graduated from Emerson College with a degree in broadcasting, theater, and speech. During college, she hosted two radio shows and began her training in live TV. After college, she moved to Miami and got her first job in two weeks. One year later, she bought the business and proceeded to diversify its sales base from one to seven divisions, and it eventually became the largest independent organization in the industry. As CEO, Gail managed a diverse staff of over 350 people, graduated more than a million students from her training programs, and personally managed the company's complex payroll. While serving as CEO of her business, she received her doctorate from Southeastern University. Selected as a 2007 legend of the speaking profession, she hosted Entrepreneur's Women in Business radio show, wrote for them, and had articles in Moore Magazine. Currently, she hosts over a dozen radio shows per month and is the founder of the SOBRadioNetwork.com. She is also the only woman in the world who has a doctorate, a CSP, meaning Certified Speaking Professional, CMC, which is Certified Management Consultant, and an FIMC, meaning Fellow to the Institute of Management Consultants. Whew, reading everything <laughs> makes one in awe and, you know, exhausted. <laughs> How about, sweet you are, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a bit about Carson Research Center. Well, Carson Research Center is the management consulting arm of what I do, and that's where I've been working with corporations and so forth to help them in a lot of different arenas, not only the people areas, but marketing and strategy and really trends because, you know, business is so up and down today that you really need to be able to have a, a flexible kind of organization where you can change on a dime if you have to. So that's what this Carson Research Center does. You have so much experience in radio appearances as well as production. Would you say that appearing on radio shows helped to promote your books and get them to be bestsellers? Well, you know, I, I, I guess I don't want to say anything is absolute, but certainly when, when people know who you are and they've heard you and they like what you have to say and they 
they can disagree with what you say, but they also are interested in what you have to say. All of that, I think, goes to build a brand, an image, and makes them interested in what you're doing. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how much of that makes it to the bestseller list, but I would say that it definitely impacts your brand. So would you say that doctors and healthcare providers would increase their visibility and create the perception of being the authority in their field by appearing on radio? Oh, I think so, definitely, providing they do it the right way, Barbara. I mean, you've got to have a message that people want to hear. You have to say it in a way that they want to receive it, and you have to really establish yourself as the expert in your particular niche. So it certainly seems that it would grow their practices and get the type of patients that they're looking for. I would certainly hope so. I mean, I think a lot of it depends on the doctor's personality. Some are very warm and outgoing and relate well to people and others are very clinical. So the ones who are more relatable are going to be more successful, especially on television, on radio, because their personalities will come through. Doesn't mean they're any smarter or better than the clinical person, but the clinical person is going to have a more difficult time getting their message across. Well, they're probably the ones that would do well to avoid speaking. Or get training in it, one or the other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking engagements also help to increase visibility and strengthen one's brand. Getting the award as legend of the speaking profession is quite an honor. Tell us how that came about. Well, somebody nominated me for it. It was a surprise to me and, of course, a welcome, welcome surprise. But I had done a lot of work. I had a 1,000 clients in 50 industries. I had spoken in 50 countries and 49 states. So it came from the veteran speakers retreat. These are speakers who had been in business for a sizable amount of time. And somebody nominated me for it. And they only select a maximum of five people a year. And that particular year, I was fortunate enough to be one of the five. Well, congratulations there. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And the only woman, by the way. So that was very flattering. What are some tips that you would give our listeners to get on radio shows, both nationally and in their area? And how would they start? Well, it's a lot easier today than it was in the past because a lot of radio shows now you do from wherever you are. I used to have to go to the station, be in the studio, but now you can do them anywhere. You can do them over Skype. You can do them over Zoom. So you can really do them from anywhere. So it's a lot easier. In my particular case, when I do radio shows, they start off as radio shows and then they morph into podcasts about 30 days later. And of course, as you know, podcasts are growing and growing and growing. And so there's a lot more opportunity. So there are ways to be recognized through podcast directories. By If you get on a podcast and you do a great job, they may refer you to their peers. So there's a lot of different ways today to get on radio broadcasts. It's a little more difficult to get on TV. And that's why I have a course on how to get on TV because it's much more difficult than getting on radio. But it's much simpler today just because of technology. There's just so many ways to do it. Do you still have the school to train people for radio? 
I don't have schools anymore. I sold those way back when, but I do have the online training courses and the personal coaching that I do in the particular area of how to get on TV, how to get on radio, et cetera, because there's a methodology, especially to television. Radio is a little bit easier, as I say, but to get on television, it's something else. And that's something to be concerned about as a physician because it takes time. I mean, I'm going to give you an example. I have been on one TV station three times. They really do like me. They, they, they would have me back any time. But for me to get back on that station, I would probably have to take seven, eight, nine tries, phone calls, emails, so forth, simply because the directors are so busy and the players keep changing and they're so overworked that it just takes that long to get in touch with them and a doctor doesn't have that kind of time or patience so it's almost like they have to have an assistant who does it who's good at following up and keeping at it so it does take a lot to do that but it's well worth it when it gets done so you would teach them the tricks of the trade so that it would be less challenging to get on tv Yes and no. Yes, in terms of because they're going to know what they have to do and they're going to be ready for it. No, because it still takes a tremendous amount of time and energy to get it done. Now, when we say go on TV, we're not talking about infomercials. We're talking about, well, I don't know that you could bag a show like Oprah or the Today Show right away, but uh, you are talking about major television programs. Well, it, it's mostly, you would probably start off in the local markets, and it's those little three-minute segments that you have on the local sh- shows that they have. And for example, when I did my little media tour, et cetera, I was all over the place. I mean, I was from, from uh, California, New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, to Texas, to, I mean, I was East, West, Mid, and everything else. And so you know, you are all over the place because those you do do in studio, but it is a three minute segment normally. And you are doing them usually somewhere between five to seven in the morning because most stations then change over to Good Morning America or CBS This Morning or the Today Show. And, you know, you could get on today or GMA or something if you're that unusual or it's the right time with the right message, but you'll usually start off in the local market with uh, three-minute segments. Well, I imagine that would be just as well or better because most physicians are drawing from their local market for their ideal patients. Well, this is true, but again, let's say that there is a physician who operates in just one area, but if he or she were to do, let's just say, a half a dozen segments in six different markets from California to Chicago to New Orleans to D.C., I mean, you've got four different parts of the country, this really establishes them as the authority in their particular field of medicine. So, If they can do a tour like that, it is well worth it because then what they do is they take those clips, they put them on their website, they can use them in press releases, they can have write-ups about them, and this can go on the walls in their office. So it really establishes them as the expert in the area because if somebody has a practice in Philadelphia and they're on TV in Phoenix, there's got to be a reason that they're asked to do that. That means they are the expert. They are the authority. 
Yes, and I must say, although it may be a little nerve-wracking, it is fun. I speak from my own experience when I was on a segment for Eyewitness News at West. My segment was the five biggest secrets doctors will never tell you about your health. Sound like a cliffhanger, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure everybody would be interested in something like that. And you've just said a very important thing, Barbara, and that is the topic that you propose to the station has to be something that they think their audience is going to be interested in. And that subject that you chose absolutely is something that everybody wants to know. Why isn't the doctor telling me this? So I agree. I mean, that is the kind of thing that would grab a station's attention. Yes, the thing for everyone to know is start thinking about, you know, cliffhanger type headlines that you could present, which are obviously in sync with your services. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, there's so many things out there that your doctor doesn't tell you. I mean, it's a shame, but there are so many things that your doctor doesn't tell you, or you forget to ask, or they forget to say, and there are some very basic things, and you're absolutely correct. I mean, if there's a cliffhanger out there, and people really want to know about it, I think that that's the best way to get on on TV. And hopefully, it's going to be something that has to do with your specialization. How can our listeners reach you, Gail, so that they could ask you about your television course? Well, my website is spunkyoldbroad.com, and there is a contact form there. And if they will go there and fill it out, and ask the question that they want the answer to, I will definitely be back in touch with them within 48 hours usually. So if they want to know about the course and what it includes, etc., they can go to the website spunkyoldbroad.com. Well, this was such fun. Thank you so much for appearing on our show today. You're so welcome, Barbara. It was a delight, and I'm so glad you're providing this service because I think it's so important for the medical professionals, and there aren't a lot of people doing that. So you're to be commended for doing it. It's, it's really important. Thank you. This has been your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, enjoying a segment with Gail Carson. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.